You getting sick, bro? I don't know. I was clearing my throat. Because guess what? We've got a lengthy recording session here, so I want to make sure I'm good to go. You look great. Wish I could say the same. Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 19, Hinokami. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What did you think of this episode, Chaz? What did you think of this episode, Whoa, Ronnie? you did the reverse switch turnaround card? I had seen this before, so I want to know your intake on it. Well, just because I had never gotten your thoughts on it before, so just because you saw it before doesn't I, mean anything. Okay. Loved it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> So glad that I let you go first, because that would have trampled all over my thoughts. I, I will say, I think the reason that I watched this show is because there were so many tweets about this episode when it came out. Uh-huh. Even, uh, uh, oh, really? Very popular streamer, uh, content creator, Ninja, even made a tweet about it. Oh, wow. And uh, that is how... It was a pretty lame show then. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I've got to watch this. Which it's not, so I don't know how he got on track. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that's... You didn't start watching until right around now? Yeah, it was still airing, so it was like airing... I guess it was on episode 19, and that's when well, I started. Well, I know. When you put your nose to the grindstone, you will just chow down on these anime episodes, so I'm sure you caught up in plenty of time. I don't think I actually did. I think the last episode of the season was... Maybe I watched that one live. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess it released. That's it. Okay. So, no. I mean, this is what I stumbled into these dark woods for a few episodes ago. This is what I wanted. This action. It's the height of the show so far. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm creating a Bob Ross painting, this is where I choose the mountain to be. So far. You know, that's the thing about painting. I've made the peak right here now, but, you know, if they go above this, I'll just draw in another little peak. Okay. But for now, this is the top of the mountain. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? I 100% agree. Uh, I mean, just fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, I'm excited that I get to have the honor of doing the notes because I'm going to just bring so much energy, so much passion well, yeah, because a lot recap. of people were saying that I have more fun doing this. And That's why I'm I've, glad you have this one. I mm-hmm. want to see you have fun. I received words through the grapevine that there was some posts out there on the Discord that said such a lie, such a farce. So honestly, I've just not gotten on the past week because I don't want to see it. <laughs> well, I'm hoping you can have some fun in this one. So I'm glad you got this spectacular yeah, episode. I'm going to have more fun. And we jump right into it. What did I say at the end of last episode, Chaz? His sword should be snapped, and I want there to be consequences. Now, were there? Kind of. There was Not a, really. <laughs> there was a slice on his face, but it was very shallow. Yeah, it wasn't. he takes a very minor slice. So I think he I think he backed up quick enough. I was mad at the beginning. I'm going to, you know, walk you through my emotions. Initially, I was like, this is the exact bullshit that I did not want to see. The sound effect... Involved too much squelching for such a wound. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I'm not underestimating this wound. I mean, it's going to just be a bitch to heal that's going to uh, scab over every time you, I don't know, go to eat. A wound like that is one of those where every time you, you take it for granted. You know, your, your face tissue. Yeah. Because every time you sneeze, every time you eat, every time you yawn. You're Every time you pulling, raise your eyebrows, mm-hmm, you're going to be pulling that skin and that scab's going. You're going to feel it, but still, at the end of the day, a four out of ten inconvenience, as far as inconveniences go. Yeah, it should have been a little deeper. How about that? Yeah. Would if it would have been deeper where he would have probably needed stitches? How would that have been for they you? They just think they're getting away. They're like, okay, he's such. They're like, all right. Our two protagonists, Nezuko and Tanjiro, they're two cutie patooties. They are. We gave him like a scar at the very beginning, so we're free to just not give him any more permanent damage. Okay. And I'm calling crap, you know. I'm I'm here to see Tanji Get with, an, with an eye patch, with, you know, some sort of memorable... If they take a chunk out of his nose, I'm fine. But with what that. about those cracked ribs? Maybe a cleft lip. 
You know, if they he got his lip and then he's just got one of those uh, lip things. Okay. That's what I wanted. Not just, you know, this is going to heal in an episode or two. Okay, anyway. I, I hear you. You want Tanji to be injured for some reason. Let's go. I want steaks. Anyway, we go to the OP, and when we come back from that, Inosuke, who is still in awe over the performance by, by Giyu. It's so cute. Because he's just finished off the spider father. You think it's cute? I mean... Mm-hmm. The boar, he's I mean, a young he's a young gentleman. He's well, probably he's wearing a boar's he's wearing a pig mask. He's so. seventeen or eighteen, he's very injured. It's like when you were younger and you see somebody that's just spectacular at something. Like you were a tennis player. Yeah. Imagine you see Oh uh, my god, I was an art piece out there on the Imagine court. you're eight seventeen, eighteen years old and John Isner, you see him just serve one up right in front of you. You ever heard you ever hear heard like a cello solo or maybe yeah. like a, a tune on a harp played? Mm-hmm. That was me on the tennis court. That's what it looks like. Is the sound of a harp being played. That's what it looked like. That's what. It, yeah. It's, it looked like. It the looks sound. like the sound of a harp. I know what I said okay. and I meant it. Okay. All right. That reminds me of uh, what's his name, Poof. When Poof would play that in Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Remember when he would do that? The music, the Poof. butterfly ant. Yes, from Royal the Chimera Ant yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. One of forty episodes. It was more than sixty. I counted. I got to that season and said, all right, how many? And you were like, well, they're not really called seasons. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm, when I'm on here, it says season. It, yeah, it goes well, by arcs. It's arcs, actually. And I said, well, how many episodes is this arc? Because I was like, well, the first few have been, you know, mm-hmm. like 15 to 20. So I'm expecting something pretty normal like that. And you said, uh, it's 64. And then you go, and then I go, you should watch JoJo's. And you go, how many seasons? And I go, Ronnie, it's by parts, buddy. <laughs> And that's why I was just like, I'm I'm trying here. Help me out. Um, Giyu harnesses his inner Ronnie by making awkward eye contact and then just acting like nothing happened and trying to walk away. He was, uh, it was one of those where he's like, really? Like, I, do you think he thought this guy was like a little homo for him or what did you think? No, no, no. I think he was like, oh, I don't like talking to people. So I'm going to try okay. and enter like. <laughs> and he's probably thinking, why does that guy have a boar's hat right, on his right. head? Right, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But Inosuke says, not so fast, fight me. And when Giyu finally speaks, I felt so just satisfied. He's been gone for so long, I was like, alright, bring him back in a good way. We already saw his moves, okay. and they were solid. But then what he says is even better, too. He, I love everything he says. He says, train more. Basically the same thing as get good, kid. That's yeah. basically what he tells him. And there is nothing more... Uh demoralizing than if somebody tells you get good kid right as a grown man when somebody uh, says get good when they the call game, you kid. yeah when they say get good and then they also throw in a kid even though yeah. you're 26 years old ouch yeah uh he then says spider father wasn't a member of the 12 kizuki uh, surely you know that and i was happy about that okay because i was they pulled they fooled me Okay, that's why I knew this this well, whole trickeration was gonna get. I didn't know whether you'd be happy about that or angry. About no, no, no. That. I was. Well, I say I was fooled, but I wasn't fooled. I was fooled in the sense of they just kept referring to him as that, okay. and they kind of hit him off screen when we first got into. But the you woods. could kind of tell that he wasn't. But the whole time I was thinking this is pretty much bullshit. I mean, we talked about how he was basically just like a animalistic monster he didn't yeah. have any con- like common sense he wasn't thinking really so i was very underwhelmed and i was like if this is one of the guys this is and i'm still confused like how that he is like that i mean he's obviously he was still really strong obviously but mm-hmm. how is he like that without like really a really like a conscience almost but then yeah. you have like all the other ones that do have that he was just a brute you know he's yeah. like the he's so like you think the... when he was a human what do you think he was like um, I think he was like, who would be, I think he was like the Boar's rock. Head? I think he was like the rock. Okay. You know, like very scary to like, in, scary. I can see him being like Boar's head. Like if Boar's head was turned into a demon because he's like kind of stupid and immature. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that for sure. But they just like, then they get lost and just being wanting to fight all the time and they don't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. A laughable foe for one Giyu. What is his yeah. other name that's complicated? And I don't know. Okay, you don't know either? That's cool. Good or podcast. Tom, Tamiaka. 
Get, you? That's pretty close. I think that's right around the right line. Um, so we get a close-up on Giyu's flip-flops where I have to say this changes a lot, but not everything. Anything stick out to you here? Yeah, it was, uh, he was wearing socks with flip-flops. Now we know that. Anything else? Did you catch anything else? I didn't catch anything else. He had a strap tied down against his upper heel. Okay. It's essentially the same as putting your Crocs in four-wheel drive. But with but an tight, strap. But tighter. Tighter. Yeah. Almost like, you know, those strappy little cu- uh, cute... Chocos. Those cute little shoes the girls wear. What are, What is the... Like sandals that like the Jesus have the sandals, chacos or chacos, chacos. The Jesus sandals. Yes. Now are chacos because I know what you're talking about. Is that like a brand or is that the name of the shoe? I never knew. I always thought that it was just the name of the shoe, but then it could be the brand. Because I think it might be a brand. Because to me, is that not just a sandal? I don't know. Because let me let's get this straight. You got your sandal. Which I know to be yeah, straps on the back of the heel, the front, you know, the top part of the foot, and then you have your flip flop, which obviously is like a, a toe thong, um, is how you know one of those. And then you have your slides or your shower shoes, whatever you want to call them, where it's just one piece that lays over the top of the foot. Yeah. It, they just refer to them as women's, well, not just women's, but women or men's hiking sandals. So I guess it is just sandals. Chacos? Yeah, but Chacos are made for more like hiking, I guess. That's so it's one. not a brand? It is a brand. Okay, so it is a brand. It is a brand, but I think they legit call their hiking sandals Chacos. Yeah, but that's not that's them trying to be the next Kleenex, and it's bullshit. I'm not falling for it. I'm calling them sandals. I will call well, them sandals. tissues. Kleenexes are technically tissues. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to be the Kleenex of the sandal world. Okay. You're saying they're people, trying to be. People say Kleenex and they think that, you know what I'm saying? People say Kleenex even though it, it could be like, uh, what's another brand? Charmin. Uh, Puffs. Puffs, Charmin. Puffs has gotten wrecked in the tissue industry. And you know what else I hate? because well, it's way, way cooler to say Kleenex than Puffs. Well, yeah, it is. And you know what else I hate is the lotioned tissues. I never get those, so I wouldn't know. You've never had one of those? Uh Uh-uh. I think we've talked about this before, and that's just ludicrous that you've never stumbled upon any of those. Anyway, basically, I'll tell you the experience. You go to, you wipe your nose, blow your nose, and when you come back, it was like you just dipped your um, nose into an oily fountain. That's not good. It's terrible. So anyway, let's get on to the second minute of the episode here. He had a strap tied down to the back of his heel. It's still a flip-flop, but it's not quite a sandal, not quite a flip-flop, because it provides more foot stabilization. Okay. So it makes it a little bit... It still doesn't have the structural integrity I want out of a demon slaying shoe, but I at least now know it how... It makes more sense than Tanji's. How their heel stays in contact with the actual shoe. Okay. Giyu quickly ties up Inosuke... Which, believe it or not, didn't make him too happy. He had some ramblings um, that were shouted in Giyu's general direction. He didn't seem to care. And then we cut back to Sinitsu, who is taking slow, deep breaths as poison veins are protruding out of his skin. Mushy mush! And I was surprised to see this. I was like, okay, we saw a butterfly lady. I thought he was just going to be back on the scene pretty in pretty good condition. Okay. Um, so I was like, where the heck did she go? Turns out, she's still here. She just is not in a hurry whatsoever. No, and I like this a lot. She can tell this guy's a creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wants to have a bit of a chat as she slowly pulls out the antidote. And I think they threw in this next part just to piss me off. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I knew when I when I saw this part, I was like, Ronnie's going to be pissed. Because uh, the young woman, she touches his forehead with a single finger and says, Ah, good. I can tell that you slowed the poison by changing your breathing. (laughs) Now the good news is this was just the right amount of breathing mumbo-jumbo to make me feel impartial. Okay. Like, 
by no means did I like it, but I also didn't hate it. I actually just kind of laughed that they had to had to throw that in there. Um, cause yeah, I still stand by it. If Zenitsu ever freaking breathes poison out of him, I will be. I might quit the well, show. Well, they uh, they established right there that he was never going to stop it. He just slowed it down. No, I know. Okay. But, but th- my makes... initial concern was that he was forcing okay. poison out of his veins with breathing. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense, though. Like, if Giyu got hit by that, I'm sure, like, he would barely be affected. It would take probably days for him to actually be, like, yeah, to get wrecked by it without the antidote. But, like, Zenitsu, someone, or, like, well, one of those no, rookies. no, because if it was just slowing, then eventually... It should have killed him. No, that's what I said. Giyu, it would, it would take probably days. Oh, okay, okay. Because he's mastered his breathing. Because he's mastered his breathing. But like Zenitsu, yeah, yeah. takes him a few hours. The other ones that weren't very good at it, the Rooks, mm-hmm. got him quick. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. I'm with you. So we also see that a team of field medics or something, rather, I don't really know, but they have matching outfits and there's a bunch of them have come to cut down the children corpses out of the trees. What, what are if they were like, wow, they barely lived by their breathing what's after the... their necks are turned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just alive and like yeah. start regaining their limbs uh dexterity. But no, what is what's the deal with these guys? I don't know. <laughs> how, like how do you become a part of this? Is this like X or is these rooks that were like they joined the the Demon Slayer core, and then they realized we don't want to do this. We'll just be the med, like we'll just join the med field. I don't know. Yeah, it, I want to know more about this team because I was taken from very early on that most normal people don't even don't know. know about demons, right? Or and therefore demon slayers. So then I was like, well, we only saw seven i'm assuming they have the whole like demon ser- demon slayer ceremony bringing a new contest or whatever you want to call them new slayers every year yeah and there was only like seven this year so then i saw a team full of seven field medics and i was like well who the hell are these guys yeah just rejects or are they just a bunch of zenitsus who like didn't even try and anyway i want to know more about them i don't think that you care and that makes me mad I mean, it doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> if they say stuff about them or if they don't, I'm here for the well, ride. I'm a professional podcaster, so when you've trot out eight people to help with the situation, I want to know what their story <laughs> is. Back with Tanji as he faces both spider brother and sister, and I was thinking that this could be a problem. He dodges some web slashes, but isn't able to get close enough to do any damage. Uh, Spider Brother still is trying to get Tanji to take back what he said about that whole forged bond thing. Still pretty upset. Yeah. He throws a spider web of death at Tanji, who can't escape, when all of a sudden we hear another squelching without any visuals. They're trying that cheap trick again. Animated. She jumped out. A- animated, you cheap trickers. And then, and boom! Cutie patootie Nezuko has somehow saved the day. I don't... Initially, I didn't know how. All right, because the webs, they're just gone. I don't see the webs anymore. She seems, when they the first frame they show her, to be okay. She's just slowed her breathing. She looks like she's just been through a traumatic event. Just, now, huh? It's like she, she just had a good breathing technique. Yeah, well, I thought that's what they were going to pull on me. Now, as we get closer into the examination... Her wrist here mm-hmm. is just hanging on by a thread. Literally by a thread. I, yeah, because I was, I was mad for a second again. I see her wrist, and it still doesn't make a ton of sense because the last guy that we didn't know from the previous episode, he just became a bowl full of diced ham. Yeah, well, I think, too, this guy is literally just fucking with uh, Tanji. All right, I can buy that. I think so at this point. I like that. And so anyway, after seeing this display of love and love and protection, it gives the spider siblings cause for pause, where we then, um, and Spider Bro, who turns, whose name turns out to be Rui, uh, better late than never to get that, I thought, ask if that is Tanji's sister. 
and he starts having a mental breakdown of sibling relationships when his sister gets a little too loud. So what does he do? What I want to do with Travis from time to time. <laughs> Decapitates her. Okay, so earlier on we thought, you know, maybe this just struck a little nerve in him when Tanji said that about the forged bond. This guy might not be that crazy. It's just one of those things. Now we find out that this guy is that crazy. This guy is just, he's a, I don't even, what would you call him? He he goes we, past crazy. Some Whatever happened in his past life is just brutally wrecked him. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I got some questions about that for sure. He tells his sister to go hunt down the rest of this mountain, and then maybe, you know, he'll like, I don't know, spare her life or be his her brother again. It's... Mm-hmm. It's a complicated relationship. So, of course, she runs onto the scene, picks up her head, and then runs off. <laughs> and uh, he was very quick to do that. So that pro- that kind of proved Tanji's point of that being a forged bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he then decides to get even creepier. He wants to have a one-on-one chat with Tanjiro, but also says that his conclusion is sealed in death. Which is just like... Not a good way to have a want to have a chat yeah, with someone. Yeah. He says, unless you give Nesuko to me to be my sister. And this was a fun twist because I was like, oh. First I was like, what is the guy what is this guy's deal with siblings? Like, what do you think? You got any theory? I've never met someone this I don't know. That's I mean, this reminds me of kind of like Zeke. And Attack on Titan. He's like just a family issue that Zeke had, like made him really like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got a, my real father saved me. And then he's like, oh, now my brother. I'm, I'm going to do everything for my brother just because my father wasn't there. I'll be the father that he needs. Yeah. Yada, yada. Just some traumatic incident had to happen. And then even when Aaron like refuses, he's like, oh, father brainwashed you. I'll, don't yeah. worry, I'll fix it. Okay. He's off to a bad start with being a good brother, though, as he literally says, I will rule her with terror. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was a perfect opportunity for Tanji to just be like, Forge Bond. Yeah. (laughs) This whole time, Tanji's getting pretty worked up. I mean, rightfully so. This guy is laying out a plan by plan or a step by step plan on how he was going to force Tanji's sister to be his sister and Tanji will either die in this process or disappear. Um, But through this whole thing, Tanji is pointing his broken sword at him, which is just a funny visual. It's very broken too. It's It's not like it's broken. It's not like it was broke kind of up top or anything. It's barely got any. Well, it's like we we see a Nosuke sword and he's still got a little something. Yeah. You know, Tanji's is just, like, almost at the base is where it breaks. And enough is enough, though. Tanji stands up to his opponent when, oh, shit. Spider Brother is a member of the 12 Kizuki. He is a demon moon himself. I was mad at myself. For uh, not catching this? Should have gotten it. It's honestly one of my lower moments as a pro podcaster. I, did, I didn't want to say anything. I figured you would catch on to it, but I was like, I'm not going to give him any hints or anything like well, that. Well, the problem, the problem with it is they did such a good job of like bypassing this guy the first go round, um, and making it seem like the mother or the father were the big deals, and then even when Giyu said it, I was like, okay, so is there like someone else in the woods? And then through, like, part of last episode and then this episode, I was even thinking in my head, I was like, wow, this guy, he uh, he didn't seem like a big deal to start off with, but he seems pretty powerful. Yeah. And then it's like, wait a minute, is this even really a family, or is this guy just a yeah. psycho? Like, uh, this guy's got a few tricks up his sleeve, so wow. And then, yeah, duh. Fucking Ronnie. We go to the calling card. And we come back to him giving his little spiel. He says, in a family, everyone has their roles. The parents protect the eldest child. The eldest child protects the younger siblings. He says, Tanji's role is to relinquish his sister and disappear. So you said something that I also hadn't considered. So you think just the entire family is fake. 
Well, no, it's just one of those. It's like, are they actually? Because his sister definitely isn't a sister. That much, I'm confident oh, of. You sure? Yeah. He the way he said it, he was like, it made me think that she was like okay. someone he had turned into a demon, and like he's gone through sister after sister. Oh, okay. Like, I, like I think that. he's had, like, 19 sisters, and he just keeps killing them and trying a new one. Damn, okay. I like that a lot. Maybe that's the case. I don't... Obviously, I've seen it, so I don't remember if that is the case or not, but I actually like that theory a lot now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's either it's either a great theory by me, or it's just what happened in the show, and I just don't have written down exactly what he said to uh, prove it. But she's like, cause she's like, oh no, give me a, ch- I know I can do this. And either they have had this conversation, he's cut her head off, like. I guess he could do that as many, many times, times, right? It seems would, like it. She would just grow it back. Yeah. Um. So Tanji grabs a tight hold on his broken sword. Rui immediately grabs a hold of Nezuko with his spider web. It's a very impressive starter mood. Move, not mood. Um, Whoa. Say that again. So Tanji, right? Let me paint yeah. a picture for you. He's there, broken sword in hand. He's in between Rui and Nezuko. And then the very first thing, then Rui doesn't even go after Tanji. He just takes a spider web, oh, grabs yeah. a hole of Nezuko behind him, and then like brings him right over to her, yep. or right over to him. Um, which once He's again, mine now. I was like, oh, well, that makes it seem pretty. That's pretty like simple. me when we were younger. If I just took Travis and I was like, Travis is my brother now. <laughs> yeah and then i panic i get really panicked and then my mom comes and she's like all right come on travis and you yeah. like, know he's mine and then your mom's like jad le- let him go <laughs> and, and then i'm like oh okay i've still got my brother thank god yeah and you would definitely be the type of kid that would panic from that thinking yeah. that you're like what no he's my yeah. he's my brother just gets so worked up <laughs> So, but thank goodness, Nezuko, she's quite a warrior herself as she claws his face. Yeah. And I was like, all right, don't yawn. I didn't yawn. God, sleepy vibe. Hey, who's having more fun? (laughs) Everyone tell me. So, she disappears momentarily until we see her in a web, or she's webbed up in a precariously scary situation, upside down. I mean, think about She looks like a Jaro spider. Those big ass spider webs in the state of Georgia and only in Japan and North Korea. And yeah, northeast Georgia for some reason. Yeah. She looked like one of those, how big the webs are. She's just like contorted in it. She's dangling there. Yeah. What's the longest you've ever been upside down? Ten seconds. Really? Yeah. You've never like gone on the edge of your bed and just been hanging out? Nope. Oh wow, I would say that I've done it for at least a minute. I mean, maybe 20 seconds if I was really feeling it. It's pretty weak. You gotta be honest. You know what I put here, too? Tanji trying to fight this guy with his broken sword is kind of like a 60-year-old man trying to fuck his obese wife that's also 60 years old without Viagra. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. It's a he's, tough. It's gonna. It's not gonna happen. Right, it's gonna be... Yeah. Yeah, because you're already having, you know, erectile issues, and then to get into... The cavern. And then, yeah, and then to like actually get excited by your wife that you've been with for 30 years. She's now 300 pounds. It's right. just not. Right. And then, I mean, given the situation, like maybe you didn't have, you weren't working with too much to begin with. And the, yep. the Viagra still doesn't even get you there. Yeah, it's like you got a double dose to really. Well, I don't think it does that, right? Like it oh, I don't know. It doesn't expand it. Or, I mean, it, it expands it, but it doesn't expand it. You know what I mean? It doesn't expand the duration. Or maybe no, it or no, maybe expands the duration. It's but not. what I'm trying to say is, you know, here I am, four foot ten. If I take the height version of Viagra, you know, I'm not becoming five foot three. Okay. Even if I'm an old man and I'm crouched over, I'm four foot six. Yeah. You know, maybe the height Viagra, the Viagra, gets me back to four foot ten, but I'm not a magically becoming five foot three. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yep. He's got a small penis. Is what I'm. <laughs> yeah, to say. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Okay. Very small penis. So he 
is scary. He's a scary dude, man. He, he says is. he will leave ne- or he will let Nezuko bleed for a while until she learns to be obedient. And if she doesn't, he will just leave her for daybreak. Forged bond. Yeah. Definition of it. Rui pounds on Tanji some more. He is also completely aware of Tanji's only strategy, which is getting close enough to chop off the head. And he is not even slightly worried about it. No. Um, it's basically the same attitude, whereas if like a four-year-old came running up to you trying to do damage. Yeah, trying to kill you with just his bare hands. Although I would say, like, even if a four-year-old came at me with a knife, I'd be a little nervous. I think I could handle it. What do you think the age is before you're no, like... No, it's like a four-year-old coming at you with a uh, a better analogy. It'd be like a, a stick. Why? Because if a grown man comes at you with like a semi-sharp stick and starts hitting you with it, you're like, oh, shit. But if a four-year-old's got like a semi-sharp stick, you're not worried at all. Yeah, but that... Because hmm. a knife is a little different. It's like any a knife can cut you no matter what. Well, I know, what. but so could a, a broken sword. Which is what Tanji's wielding. Yeah, but not... I mean, the thing is, though, his neck can, like... Okay, how about, like, a... Uh, what if I came at you with, like, a really high-quality spork? Is that yeah, what this is like? that's what it's like. That's better. Okay. And if that's the situation, I'm never really going to be too worried. No. Even if you came at me with a spork, I would feel pretty good about defending it. I don't know. I think I could cause some spork damage to you. You like a spork? No. Really? Why not? Because why would I need it? I mean, that's a pretty foolish thing to say. They've got two uses. <laughs> it's, I used to use it on biscuits. That's it's a it. two for one. On biscuits? Creamy biscuits, yeah. Okay, no one has ever described a biscuit as creamy. That's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, ice cream, or not ice cream vanilla cinnamon biscuits like when they have like the cinnamon icing it's creamy the icing is creamy yes but it's a creamy now it's a creamy biscuit because it's all over the biscuit Mm, i don't know the biscuit don't shrug your shoulders like you've won that it's okay is the is it a cheesy broccoli when there's cheese on it or is it just broccoli and the cheese just happens to be there well that is a flavor profile creamy is not Creamy can be flavorful. What is the taste of cream? Or like creamy? Cream? The taste of cream, if you've had whipped cream before, is just like a vanilla taste. Okay, whipped cream. I mean, it's just, it doesn't, what you're saying doesn't isn't aligned. If I said, what is this? Yeah. You're a fool. <laughs> There's no creamy biscuits. Use your spork for more things. Soggy biscuits. That's a thing. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do when you come over next time? I'm going to have, I'm going to find the one place that sells creamy biscuits? metallic uh, sporks. Okay. And that's, I'm going to be like, here, I'm just going to hand it to you. Be like, here you go. And you're like, oh, are we having creamy biscuits? I'm going <laughs> to say no. So he even goes so far as to allow him to make contact with this broken sword, but nada. It just like, it's like it hits a metal pipe or something. This guy's throat's yeah, made out it's... of a metal pipe. Um, so at this point, I was thinking, good lord, we need Gyu. Where is he? Why is it taking so long? He tied up Inosuke in half a second. He should be here by now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nezuko is pretty insensitive here. She makes some pretty minor scared noises, which just really gets Rui mad, tightening his grip on her, making her bleed more. Yeah. It's pretty... Seems like it hurts. It's Yeah. It's, it's basically like you ever... Uh, take floss and wrap it around your finger and it starts yeah. to hurt. That's what I think this is like. Except bigger. And Nezuko begins to sleep. So she's obviously pretty worn out. He says, I, I guess she passes out of, out of pain. Oh, okay. But what he doesn't know is passing out can basically be the same as sleeping and that's where she regains her strength. So. Yeah, that's he doesn't know that. Though. What a fool. He does sense something, though. As Tanji focuses up and does some total concentration, he uh, this allows him to dodge some of the web attacks. He launches into water-breathing, tenth-form, water flux. Water flux, you got it. 
Of course I got it. You're just lucky it's that like a I water dragon. didn't ask you what it was. You would have had it. I mean, that sounds cool. It does. A water flux. It's the final form. He keeps breaking threads, but Rui isn't worried. He's got more in the tank, which is the blood demon art. His webs look like filled. This looks so cool. So cool. It looks so damn cool. So cool. His webs fill with blood or something along those lines. That's what I like to think it is. As he does cutting thread cage and begins to tighten it to kill Tanji who is without moves and begins to see his life flash before his eyes. Correct. And we get like a a fly's eye view. A uh, yeah, yeah. fruit fly's eye view. Right. You know how like a fly has like a thousand eyes, but it's all one eye? That makes sense? Yeah. That's what it's, this is. It's like, uh, it's like a disco ball eye. Yes. A disco ball eye. And I thought that was really fucking cool too. It was showing like scenes of, I guess, of all of his life. Uh, yeah. I, I liked this interpretation for life flashing before their eyes because every time I thought about it, it was always just like a super quick PowerPoint slide. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I liked this this version a lot because it always is in films and sh- televised series. You just see like a PowerPoint, maybe a couple paragraphs. A couple paragraphs. They make yeah. you read. Star Wars, you know how Star Wars does the thing? Yeah. That... And it's just, no one's ever eh, no no eh, one's ever done eh. that though. Have they not? Or name one film where someone's life flashes before their eyes and it's a slow galaxy scroll telling the story. <laughs> That's true. Maybe no one's done that. <laughs> Do you know the thing about that? I guess I'm not I'll be honest, I'm not like the biggest Star Wars fan. I think we're well That's the weird thing about Star Wars is I would say we almost are too young for what I know most Star Wars fans to be, but it also might just be that we didn't. I wasn't shown the films from an early age. I don't think it's as timeless as other series. I agree. I'll go, I'll go I've ahead seen, and say that I've seen three of them, and I was like, "All right, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how." I was like, "Oh, okay." I remember watching one and being like, "Cool," <laughs> but every time I watched them, my thing, like my mind at the beginning scroll was too slow. Yeah. It's too way, slow. Way too slow. It's too slow. Come on, and Star Wars fans, they know that deep down, surely. Surely at some point uh, when they're re- they go, "You know what? A little too slow." Yeah. There's no way they don't. I'm glad we uh I'm glad we said that on this podcast and if you're a Star Wars fan, I mean, I think we're treading in dangerous water cuz people are. love Star Wars. It had to be said. You so, heard it here first. Ronnie and Chaz. Star Wars scrolls too slow. What do you think, you know, when you start when you start dying like that, you think your life flashes before your eyes? I think this is like the first yeah. time I really thought about like how quick that is. Yes. Dude, you know what's even trippier thinking about it is it can be, it's going to, it's like one of those time, t- infinite time thing, the paths. It all you infinitely relive your life before your eyes, but you die within a second. Like that's how quick it is. But it feels like almost a lifetime. Because that's I started having panic. I was like, well, what if I miss the like my favorite scene? You won't, because it's in that quick second you'll get your entire life. I start going in slow it's motion. It's your brain just shoot. It's your brain just ejaculating DMT all over. So it's like a flash, but not really, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a flash, but you're in the paths. So that flash, it feels like years, but it's really only a second. Do you think you'll be able to like fast forward through some parts? Yeah, I don't think you're going to be like your most giant poop. Terrible poop. Well, I don't that's think one be... that I would like to re-experience. Well, I would like to re-experience the giant one, but like your worst one, where it's just the worst pain ever. I wouldn't want to see that one. I was just talking more like, I don't 10th grade chemistry class. Like... <laughs> Do I have to sit through that again, or can I just be like, all right, move it on? I think you could just skip that. You could just maybe get like one or two jokes that you said to somebody during that time period okay. to keep going. Well, chemistry, that was a rough one. I don't think I had a lot of... I was like, you know, there was always that one class where you looked around and you were like, at the beginning of the year, and you're like, seriously? Yeah. No one? There's no one here? And you always ended up talking to some kid named Evan, mm-hmm. who was like... You knew as 
he played on the JV baseball team, and that's as far as he was ever going to go. Dude, I, I fell asleep in chemistry class a lot, and people would fuck with me. I had a buddy in there named Adam. Yeah. Was he like Evan, or was he actually your friend? He was just like Evan. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, But I knew him, though. Like, I had known him growing up. So like, Oh, I knew Evan, too. Okay. But yeah, I yeah. never, never once did I hang out with Evan outside of okay well then yeah this is just like evan okay and uh he would fuck with me and the teacher would be like don't mess with Chaz. let him sleep he's tired and i was like why would she say that and then come to find out she was just a huge uh basketball fan and knew that i was just like a goat at basketball so (laughs) she knew she was like let him sleep like he had practice last night chad is Trying to take us to the quarterfinals of the 4A regional. Yeah. <laughs> I think she said that one time, too. <laughs> like, this is a big deal. Uh, we're playing that town 45 minutes away that has you know, 50 kids part of the program. They come up and hauled in one bus that has a flat tire. He needs to be well-rested. <laughs> uh, I hate that she said that. I hate it. <laughs> So his father, we we get to see his father. What do you think of this? He looks cool. I thought he looked pretty cool. I mean, pretty interesting. I, you know, I've got theories about the father. These just expand them even further because we just get a little bitty glimpse, really. And nineteen episodes, nineteen episodes it takes to get a glimpse of the father. He's never even really talked about him, right? Can you remember a time he's talking about Yeah, not really. So his father's watching on, tells him not to forget about the most important move. Yes. Breathing. Let's go. Which, I mean, if you think about it, breathing is I mean, it is is the most important important move, but... Yeah, I mean, what other move would you want? If you could only have one move in your life, what would it be? Breathing. But, like, it's pretty rare to forget about. (laughs) You know... What would happen, like... Is that possible just to forget how to breathe? Well, I mean, the thing is, as I say, it's rare to forget about. And it, as a whole, it is. A lot of times you got to tell something, like, you know, oh, just breathe. Just breathe. Because they're getting so worked up. They're like okay. hyperventilating. But, but isn't it like innately you just breathe no matter, like when, even when you get knocked out, you're still breathing? Yeah. So it's crazy to think about that. You literally almost can't forget breathing. What can you forget to do more? Or what can't you forget to do more, uh, breathing or blinking? Breathing. Really? Because blinking, you're just, uh, most of the time, if you're in a coma or knocked out, you're just, your eyes are just straight up closed. Yeah, yeah. But I'm way more conscious of, like, the way I'm breathing on a day-to-day basis than I am blinking. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'd have to think about that more. Because, you know, you go do something, and you're, like, taking a deep breath, and you're like, whoa, whoa, why don't I just breathe? You're like, oh, God, I just went up four stairs. That hit me that hard? Yeah. Or it's blinking, unless you start thinking about it, you're like... Four flights of stairs is what you meant. No, 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 four, four stairs. Okay. Um, and then, also, what about swallowing? Throw that into the equation. Oh, uh, swallowing's easy to forget. What do you mean? You, you just, just forget, forget to... how to swallow, yeah. No, you can't. I mean, you can. Uh, Travis just showed up for a little record session. Don't, don't um, be too big of a pain yet, but go ahead and tell us what is harder to forget. Is that the way, right way to word it? I guess, yeah. Breathing, blinking, or swallowing. And your microphone's not on, so you have to say it kind of loud. Breathing, blinking, or swallowing? Yeah. Which one do you like think about least? Blinking. You don't think about blinking at all. Yeah. Like, very rarely do I ever, like, there's, like, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, wow, dude, isn't it crazy that we close our eyes, like, every five seconds and just don't think about it? Yeah. But never See, am I, like, once, like, oh, wow, dude, I'm forgetting to breathe or swallow. Oh, so, wait, that's not... Anyway, <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a confusing question to ask. Please refrain yourself from the rest of the conversation. We're wrapping it up here. <clears throat> Demon so... I mean, maybe we talk about it later on Patreon. It's a very... Uh, people are on the edge of their seat. Maybe we talk about it later yeah. on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcastchronic. $5, four episodes a month. That's $1.25. It's a great deal. Steal. 
get on to it. Yeah, he, so he says breathing, most important move. Then with his mother, he watches on as his father performs a Kagura... Oh, God. A Kagura? A Kagura? You want to take a shot? Yeah, you're right. Kagura. You're doing a bad job. Kajura. Dance. She says their family works with fire, so to ward off injuries and disasters, they offer this dance to Hinokami, along with their prayers at the start of each year. Uh, little Tanji reveals that his father is always pretty sick, so he's shocked he is able to be moving like this out in the cold. So this is like a religious thing, kind of? Or like just a traditional thing? Well, I mean, the young man had fire, so I don't know. I'm going to guess it's a religious thing, but it's also... Or like a bloodline? <clears throat> traditional? I don't know. It's maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, it's like a religion that has, I mean, straight up, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it, because the young man's got fire, mm-hmm. as we'll soon see. We cut to his father, who says there exists a breathing technique that will prevent you from ever exhausting yourself. He wishes for the ceremonial dance and earrings to be passed down to Tanji. Hell yeah. And the earrings. How about the breathing? We've already talked about the breathing at great length, okay. uh, but the earrings. What are the big deal with the earrings? Because so that's the, why I these said, are the ones that you used to comment on in the first few episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's what Muzan's commented on. Oh, good point. Like we haven't heard anything about the father, but we've heard about the earrings. So what's the deal with that? You know? Ooh, stay tuned. <laughs> you're hey, you're not working for the show, asshole. I'll say it again. You're doing a bad Ufotable. job. Stay, stay tuned. Ufotable Productions. For next time on Demon Slayer. Back in real time, Tanji, Tanji's water slash turns into freaking fire as the soundtrack starts. Hinokami. Pumping. Okay. All right. A little fire from you. I like that. Tanji takes some slashes keeps moving forward we finally get some fear in the and there's eyes. these were some deep ones these were deeper than his face slash he got a shoulder Wait, slash this that tells went. me remember how i always was like oh is the water real or not it's real yeah because i saw his sword well it's a, it's like a I, I still don't know if it's just a technique or if it's real now i'm leaning towards it's real okay because like, Rui, he sees some stuff, and he's got serious fear in his eyes and in his heart. So it's not just like he's being hit by invisible... It's like as soon as he of... sees the fire, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think the water's real. And same goes with the fire. And same goes with Zenitsu's lightning. All the elements. As Tanji finds the opening thread, we hop over to Nezuko, who has her own thing going on, as a vision of her mother is pleading for her to wake up so she can go help her brother. And at this point, I was like, whoa, do we even... I mean, he's got this pretty figured out at the moment. Like, they had us in the first half, but Tanji's making a good push. But holy shit, she does exactly what her mother says. What a well-behaved young woman. She wakes up. We hear her voice in her head. What a pleasant surprise. Oh, yeah. Scream. Blood demon art. Exploding blood. And then the blood threads explode, Chaz. As Tanji shows his mother... Mm. Oh, as Tanji shows his motherfucker what a real bond looks like. A real sibling bond. And how their bond could never be severed. As he cuts off... Rui's head with his broken sword that unfortunately looks a lot like your penis. And boom! End of episode! He says, forge this, bitch. And then cuts his head off. What an electric end. The ending is... The music in the background, like you said, when it starts blaring, it Mm -hmm. it got my heart pumping. I loved this music. Yes. It was great because it wasn't even just like straight up hype music. It had some emotion behind it. it you know what it sounded like? Tell me. A true family bond. Yeah. That's what I That's probably image. what it's called. Do you know? Is it on your OST playlist? It is on my OST playlist. It's called How Many Kichikomenga. That's not what it's called. You just rumbled that stuff that didn't even sound that chi- or Japanese. Um, 
Yeah. So now what? What do you mean now what? I, I'm at a little bit of a loss. I feel like 90% of these episodes end with like a fight getting ready to happen or a cliffhanger. But here we are. We just saw. I mean, now we got to deal with, I guess, getting the gang back together. I like, well, hmm. Now I got to have this serious talk. Do I like that Tanji unlocked all this so quickly? I kind of was expecting Giyu to come in and save the day. But now, I mean, like, he didn't even get here in time. That's slow poke. Well, yeah, too, is like he unlocked, maybe maybe what he unlocked, though, is not really, it was what he was always meant to be. Okay. I mean, if you think about it, his like you said, his dad passed him the earrings. What if he was meant to be that the whole time, but then his dad just passed, so he mm-hmm. never taught him it. And I also guess, so I, they went out of their way to say his this guy's eyeball said lower five, which I'm assuming means ranked eight through 12 somewhere. Yeah. So I guess there's still, in theory, seven guys stronger than this guy. It was just, you know, it was like, here we are, season one, episode 19, Tanji and Nezuko are already taken down one of the 12 demon moons without the help of Giyu. So when you, if you have these demon slayers working as a team... And she pulled out the uh, what's it called? She has her own blood, blood demon, demon art, art. Yeah, that was the coolest part. I and thought that, that is definitely the coolest part. Now you don't hear her talk since exploding episode one. Exploding blood is her demon art. That's pretty dope. So she can just start ejaculating blood at people and just. Will you quit? That's your second use of that word this episode. And I thought one was plenty. I'll say that first of all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does that just mean blood anywhere so you can just make explode? Because yeah. what a what a dangerous or what a useful move. Just start cutting yourself. So yeah, I'm excited. Here we are, season one. This is kind of a reset before the end of the season. I don't know where they go if we're going to... Yeah, I mean, because I guess we're going to have to wait for Betty Croker to swoop down, give us another mission. Um, I would really like it if we could spend a couple episodes with Giyu. Maybe Giyu helps mentor Tanji and some of this newfound power. Um, will we ever see Red Rocket again? These are some of the questions that I'm thinking in my head. But other than that, good episode. Great episode, good questions. All right, thank you for staying awake for it, Jazz. We will see you next week, next my time. people. Peace. Peace.